Old enough to <laughs> what? <laughs> to party? party? <laughs> Nerd on. What is everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are what? Chicka chicka. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're back in the sixth grade because we're going back to high school, even though sixth grade isn't high school. Uh, We're going back to high school, place where awkward moments, peer pressure, and the lasting lessons that define who we grow up to be all clash together, sometimes in one night. Uh, Today's marquee topic is the smash hit that redefined the coming-of-age comedy films known as... Super bad. Before we get started, I'm Corey. Ah, I'm Tom. I'm Caitlin. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks. Like you get early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get uh, access to channels on our Discord server that are only... For you guys, the NerdOn Nation members, uh, lots of fun stuff, so do check it out. NerdOn.tv backslash Patreon. We're really, really close to one of our goals, uh, which is 60 members of the NerdOn Nation. And when we so reach close. that goal, the nation gets to choose a topic for one of our episodes. And that can be anything. It can be like a comic book, a movie, one season of a show. Uh, there's there's a gamut that can be covered uh, so yeah, the Nerd on Nation members will get to choose that. Um, and a huge shout out to our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. Um, they just make good shit. That's true. <laughs> Apogee makes the hype mic. Uh, we literally right now use it for everything that we make, from the podcast to our streams, everything. And Odyssey headphones, we're using their LCD ones. If your ears would, were mouths, they taste like butter. And they're Mobius. They're Mobius headphones uh, we are often using on our streams. Uh, fantastic headphones. Comfy. Sound amazing. Check them out. Odyssey. Um, but yeah, stop by. Rate and review if you like what you hear today. And share us with your friends and family. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's the housekeeping. And before we move on to the episode, I just want to say something. So we, we've talked about this on our episodes where we've said, you know... We have meetings about how we choose our topics and all that kind of stuff. And oftentimes, a lot of thought goes into what our episodes are. But sometimes... <laughs> My eyes roll out. Sometimes we go... Caitlin might say, oh, I haven't seen that. And we go, cool, it's going on the schedule. Yeah. Like this. That's, what <laughs> that's exactly what happened with this episode. I was like, oh, I've never seen that before. And they're like, what? And it's like, well, this has to happen. We, we, yeah. have, to, we have to cover this. So didn't that happen when we were doing dope? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit more anger on my side, but yeah. Why? What? Why? Because I was mad that no one saw dope. Most I think (laughs) none of us had seen it. So yeah, Yeah, I was I seen it. I've been telling y'all, but this is not about the dope. This is about this is about you don't have to get so angry all the time. I get mad at everything, Josh. I feel something other than feeling numb in this world. Wow. I want you to feel how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) But super bad was more like. Yeah, of course, Kaylin hasn't watched it. But yeah, who 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 did, who brought it up as a suggestion? I want to know. Like, Probably me. I, well, we were I, talking I about dope, and I think you yeah. mentioned that it was a it's little like super, super bad. bad. With heart. Yeah, and Kaylin had a, a glazed look of like I haven't seen that, and I was like, mm-hmm. so wait, a movie I haven't seen is like another movie I haven't seen, but with more heart. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's about yes. right. That's about right. <laughs> Um, but with that, um, is all the housekeeping done, Josh? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. All the housekeeping is done. That brings us to our first two segments, everyone. So right now, our first one we're going to start with deals with the end of the episode. Yes, it does. If, if you are familiar, then you know that that brings us to... Yes, yes that, that grunt. accidentally fall in love instead. Boop. Boop, boop, boop. Um, so everyone, I kind of wish that somebody new, would like, no, animate no, 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 silhouettes. No remix. never happening. This is just the perfect way we're going to go. I'll this stop talking, cell. Tom. Perfect I'll just form. shut the fuck up. <laughs> After he absorbed Gohan. Perfect form cell. Um, he doesn't know what that means, Tom. But the, those who do, you're all the real ones. Um, 
if you're brand new to ga- uh, to ga- game, guess that grumps grump. Uh, th- wow. th- this is a segment <laughs> where we are going to go around the screens. If you can't see us, all, all this, all this discord messed me up. Uh, we're going to run the screens and guess who's going to have the lowest score from one out of five. No matter how high the number is, the lowest one will be the grump for the week. Uh, since I always explain and I just mess it up. Josh, go first. Um, I think the grump will be Caitlin. Hmm. Okay. I think the grump will be Jesus. So Corey. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'll go next because Corey can't. Uh, I'm going to guess the. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, you know, Josh. I actually almost picked Josh, but but yeah. you didn't. But I didn't. You picked me. I did. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pick Caitlin, though. Okay. 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 Why none uh, for me? Uh, you were. It this was seems... between you and Caitlin. Okay. This um, seems like right up your alley, actually. Uh, and with that, uh, I'd like to talk to you about something. Everyone listening. Turn up your volume real quick. Whoa. Listen, what wow. I want to talk about is how you can participate in the show. Are you sitting in your car or at work or with your headphones on at the gym screaming at one of us to vote for Tom because you think he's going to be the grump? Well, guess what? You can guess that grump. And if you get it right, you're the gas fed Gatorade grumping Gator. Gold slinger. Gold slinger. Gold slinger. Gold slinger. Gator grumper guesser. Greater grumper guesser. Uh, that's right. If you join the Nerd on Nation today, you could vote on who you think the grump would be, and if you get it right, you get a shout-out on the show. Doesn't that sound super bad? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you see what I did there. Um, and with that, the Nerd on Nation has spoken, and I, I only reference yelling that Tom is the grump because they voted for Caitlin as the grump <laughs> of this episode. Um, I was really ready to be cocky about that, and it blew up in my face. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't trust me with this. Are we still talking about the movie? I, Sorry, uh, I've d- I've discovered uh, the art of deception with the Nerd on Nation. <gasps> Guess that grumpers. So if you get it right, you're gonna get a shout at the end. Of the- so stick around for the end of the show where we uh, do that. Hmm. So thank you, thank you for that. No, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, now we'll go to our next segment where we're gonna do our uh, initial reactions and our first impressions. Who would like to start? I'll start. Okay. I'll jump in. Here we go. Uh, I I said this in the digital green room that I I think while this movie has a wide appeal, I think I might have been the like starting point, the epicenter of who this target audience is for. Not only am I a middle class white kid, but I graduated in 2007 when this movie came out about graduating. And I never really partied in high school ever. Uh, so I felt when this movie came out, uh, to a degree, I mean, that's kind of where the similarities end. Uh, but to a degree, uh, I was like, this is, this, this is my comedy. This is when they I, pitched it and they asked, what is your, your target audience? They, they held went, exhibit a, a and they had a picture of Corey Powers. Yes, <laughs> they had a picture of me, uh, you know, on my, on my last few months of high school. Uh, so, uh, it, 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 it spoke to me. In, in a way that that definitely, you. I mean, obviously it, it spoke to a lot of people because like we said at the top of the show, it redefined this genre of comedy of like, oh, we can, we can tell stories for, for this age group that aren't kind of sheltered and aren't kind of, you know, uh, uh, hiding something or speaking to a lower, lower, uh, yeah. emotional intelligence. Uh, patronizing. So I, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I'll leave it at that for now. I, 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 I felt spoken to. Um, I'll go next. Uh, I'm, I'm a little younger than Corey. Um, so this one kind of like popped that cherry for me of like, oh, wow, cool. A teen movie that's rated R. I can't go in. Um, so it was like cool. And I definitely had like, this movie made an impact on me because I have shout out to my, my, one of my closest, oldest friends, um, Alex, uh, Hernandez, him and I would have the longest, most extra ass handshake. And we would incorporate every single thing we could incorporate from every movie we'd watch together. And the boop boop definitely became part of this. Um, and, and blood brothers and blood brothers became part of this. Um, so, um, yeah, this movie, I, I remember watching it and being a little younger, this wasn't the one that hit me as hard as it probably hit Corey. Um, but, uh, there's a lot of it where I'm like, wow, I 
like, so watching again for this episode, I was like, wow. Like, I remember kind of being like this piece of shit kid. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And then like, as an adult, I'm like, you know, when I introduced myself, my back hurt. Cause you know, I just remember like, I'm not that, that kid anymore. Um, and oh, is that uh, what that was? Yeah. And plus, you know, spice ask. of life, baby. You gotta, you know, make it. I shape, thought you shape. were referencing how many times he gets hit in the back in this. Jonah Hill gets hit in the back. <laughs> no, in this he does no. get injured a lot. Um, but uh, watching again, yeah, it's definitely like very of its time, and it very much set the trend of what was acceptable dialogue, and 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 also what rated our comedies would end up becoming. Like, I feel like this was like. The, the beginning, you know, Judd Apatow definitely had like Freaks and Geeks and everything like that beforehand, but this was like the Judd apatow Assance. Well, this like, is what you would call, well, it was the peak frat pack is what they mm. call it. So frat pack was anything from old school onwards in that area era of comedy because this definitely stands on the shoulders of something like old school. Yeah, I, uh, I just fe- I feel like this kind of con, like, because it's, it's also very much American Pie. But like it also was yeah. like, but it's said the same way that we talk about things like in Forty Year Old Virgin or Knocked Up or in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like that ilk of comedy mm-hmm. was like yeah. very much like this thing. Or it's like you could say whatever you want. There was no beating around the bush of like, oh, well, you know, when um you reach the climax, it's like, oh, you know what I bust. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, they just say it like that. Yeah. So it was it was that to to me. Um, yeah. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Um. First, uh, first experience. I remember. Hollywood I worked video. at Holly. Yeah, Hollywood Video. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I remember wow. it being like it, it was an incredibly popular. I at the time I didn't really go to very many movies because I worked at a video store. And when movies came out, it was like I could rent them for free. So oftentimes I would just wait, and I just remember the new release wall, a whole bay being super bad, and like. The unrated edition was there too, and yeah, like man. I um, watched that in prep for this too. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I think I put this one off because I think that it, like at the time, I remember it being there was a lot of hype, and I think I was like, oh, I'm gonna put it off, I'm gonna put it off, put it off, and then I remember watching it, and like I think the chemistry between Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill is just. I just love watching them together just and knowing how much improv went into this movie. It's like, oh my, yeah, my goodness, my goodness. I just, and watching it again for this, I thought that I was going to be like old man manly, like, oh, that's not funny anymore. And I'm like, I make those jokes with Bonnie too many times. I, (laughs) this, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This Tom's is, face right did now. Did I just learn something? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. No, just inappropriate <laughs> humor that you're just is. like, oh my God, this is well, so funny. Yeah. When we get to spoilers, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I feel like Josh. Okay, go on. Okay, anyways, go ahead. I'm no, I mean, uh, not, not much else to say except for uh, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Take it away, Kaylin. So. First time. This was the first time I had seen this movie in preparation for this episode. I did not watch the unrated version. I just watched uh, what was on Netflix. And I knew from the silhouettes dancing in the beginning how the movie was going to go. And I, like, braced myself because it is cringe, but known cringe. They know they're being cringy. And it was, like, the way that they were dancing was, like, you're not just being, like, an awkward teen. You're being a very thoughtful, awkward teen. So that's going to be this entire movie. And yes, that's exactly what it was. Um, I I will say whether or not this will throw people off, I had some hot rod feels. Mm. That was my guess. Um, mm. But not the whole time. And I didn't leave the movie angry or upset. I liked it. Uh, with caveats. So we're going to watch Hot Rod next. <laughs> we're not. We yeah. will not do that. Well, the Nerd Nation knows what they're La La recommending. Once we reach right after. That's oh, how that will nice, go. Nice. And rubber. 
and rubber. That's how that. We'll we'll just have a month of hate hating ourselves. That's what that will be. That'll be the only time. Well, dude, I watch it does that something good for the soul. No, it um, So we'll move on to. Here's our a fun next- fact about that dance, by the way. That was just Michael Sarah on set, and they were like, "Just dance." They didn't have anything. And there's an hour long footage. He danced for an hour, mm. and they took footage from that, edited together. You got paid were, for that. Yeah. Well, they were like, they thought they were going to do just like 10 minutes and he was going to be like, that's all I got. And he just kept going until they were like, all right, stop. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like he just, just was like, I'm just going to go till they yell cut and no one yelled cut. Uh, George Michael. Wow. Well, I wonder sweet, how many people Michael. took a coffee break to be like, I wonder how long he'll go. And then I mean, like, I don't think anyone took a the coffee break. They're just probably getting the, coffee regardless. They're like, yeah, just run the camera, walk away. But like people who were like near the monitor and stuff, like watching, I was like, how long do you think he's going to go? The, the initial like, pro- the premise was to use it for the menu for the DVD so they wouldn't have to loop it. It would go for an hour of different dance moves and oh, wow. but then they didn't, wow. they didn't end up using um, it. That's even better. So so since that kind of gives you an idea of what our numbers will go on to our next two segments which are going to be our brief synopsis and then our production. The brief synopsis will be by... That'll be by me. Two inseparable best friends navigate the last weeks of high school and are invited to a gigantic house party. Together with their nerdy friend, they spend a long day trying to score enough alcohol to supply the party and inebriate two girls in order to kickstart their sex lives before they go off to college. Their quest is complicated after one of them falls in with two inept cops who are determined to show him a good time. And scene. Bada bing, bada boom. And then the uh, production. Production. It was distributed by Sony Pictures, who's released things like Terminator, Jumanji, and Spider-Man. The director was Greg Mottola uh, from The Day Trippers, Adventureland, uh, Episodes of Dave. Producers, Judd Apatow from Freaks and Geeks, Bridesmaids, and The Cable Guy. And Shauna Robertson uh, from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Elf. The writers were Seth Rogen from Pineapple Express, The Green Hornet, and Sausage Party. (laughs) Uh, Evan Goldberg from Goon, This is the End, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. Uh, And the cast is Jonah Hill from uh, Grandma's Boy, Click, and Accepted. Michael Sarah, ooh, Michael Sarah from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Juno, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Seth Rogen from Knocked Up, The Disaster Artist, Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Bill Hader from Barry, The Skeleton Twins, and Trainwreck. And Christopher Mintzplass from How to Train Your Dragon 2, Kick-Ass, yes. Promising Young Woman. This released on August 17th, 2007. Uh, runtime is 113 minutes. The budget was $20 million, and it has grossed $170.8 million. <laughs> Juno came out two months later, so Michael Sarah was... Hot. He's a busy boy. That year. Quite so. Yeah. I remember him being the thing for a while. I don't know why, but I did not write the Rotten Tomato score on that on that boy. But it's 88% from critics at 209 reviews and 87% from audience uh, with 250,000 plus reviews. Hmm. A few. So, yeah. It's a few. about even. It's about even, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they, That's how it goes. They view it pretty uh, correctly. Those listening... We're moving into spoiler country. Spoiler town. We're here. Um, so if you're if you're hoping to not have this, you know, 14-year-old movie spoiled for you, leave, watch it, come back. Years. We'll, we'll, we'll be wait. here. If you're Just also hit that pause. We'll wait right there. Yeah. Hey, you know, you come across different things in your life at different yeah. times. So, so hit pause now. Yeah. And welcome back. Or, Hope you enjoyed Superbad. Uh, we're going to talk about it now. We're going to do our favorite parts, go. our favorite characters, our qualms, and finally our rating. I do want to mention one quick thing. I did really enjoy the uh, the excerpt, the anecdote of that this film was based off of Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's childhood. They wrote it in high school. Mm-hmm. This like took <laughs> years for them to make. Yeah, the first draft was written in high school, and they revised and revised. But a lot yeah. of it is based off their experience things that happened. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was was wonderful. And it, originally they were going to star in it. And even up in t- into production, Seth was like, I think I can pull it off. And everyone was like, you're too fucking old, dude. You look like you're, you're fucking Jump Street, 40-year-old guy at high school. And then they met Jonah Hill and they were like, Jonah Hill came in and improvised with them in in a trailer in between takes of something else. And they were like, oh, he's 
He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the and guy. it's 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 always funny because I remember like I, like I didn't know that before this recent watching, and so um, well I, I knew that they had written it. I just didn't know it was based on their childhood. And so when you realize that the main characters are Seth and Evan, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, if you ever forget who's who, it's like, oh well, Jonah Hill's supposed to be Seth Rogen. Okay, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that laugh. <laughs> No, I love it. It feels like it feels Don't you like love Lion uh, King with Pumbaa. <laughs> it feels like a brown sugar and butter, and I'm just it's a little bit have, of cinnamon. It's so interesting yeah. how you can have two very different responses to something. Oh, almost like our it's our entire show. Um, Whoa, it's crazy! Um, I'll when, start. Uh, yeah, Josh, start favorite uh, favorite parts. My favorite part. Uh, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> Next. No. Um. <laughs> Tom knows this. At my wedding, the photographer was trying to get all the guys to smile. And at one point, I did that laugh. And he's like, yeah, everyone just do a Jonah, or uh, I mean, a uh, Seth, Rogen. Uh, Seth Rogen laugh. And that got us all to genuine, because we all started going, <laughs> we all just lost it. Um, favorite so part. That's what's happening in my wedding pictures, y'all. <laughs> uh, favorite part is always, it's at the end when Seth, like basically passes out into the girl's face and she goes, oh. what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, into Jules' face. She's like, what Jules. the fuck? It just that. makes me laugh because you go from this like really kind of endearing, yes, he's drunk, but he's like putting his heart on the line and then just totally ruins it. Mm-hmm. And just her like, what the f-? I'm, I mean, I feel like this was like the big, like people started knowing who Emma Stone was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, this and, was. <laughs> it's, it's not it felt like it that's that's what yeah, it was and like just hearing that sound bite i remember in the trailers there's like what the and all i was like yo this movie's gonna be wild like, <laughs> it was like she just said what the fuck in a movie and so i was like this is wild so yeah i remember that that was huge um uh, the, the flip side of that i mean the entire scene where where's uh evan's just like you're so beautiful i, I just i respect you so much during that like Oh. I could not stop laughing. Well, when she's trying, when uh, she's trying to be all sexy, and the whole Becca? time he's just like, "You're just, you're so unique." And trashed girl thing. Yeah, Ev- Evan is like legit, like a a good kid, and like he's yeah. like, I like he's this drunk, girl, and I want to have sex. women. And like, like you know, he's like, "I'm down to party," but also like, I want to be ethical, and so he's overthinking well, like, it, which the, is a real thing. The the interesting part about this movie is it's it's suddenly a story of consent on both ends yeah on both ends of the spectrum which is it's not what you expect from the start of the film but by the end of it both parties are dealing with and enforcing consent which is crazy and and the thing for 2007 I, it was crazy. yeah I, I feel like also it's it, to me again it, it laid uh, a kind of like a groundwork because and this isn't to take away from it, but these films always are like, okay, cool. Here's about the cool, sexy, fun, sexy, raunchy shit. But also here's like the real movie of like mm-hmm. two friends who are like sad that they're leaving each other and they're trying to hold on to their childhood. Like that's what all of them end up being like knocked up. just about like getting responsible, becoming responsible. <laughs> like yeah. in 40 year old versions, like love yourself. You know, it's never yeah, like, it's- Oh yeah, I'm going to have sex. The circle back to like if in the one of the first scenes we the, in fact the first scene we see Seth and Evan together their mom his mom's like are you gonna miss each other and like miss no we, I don't miss Why anyone miss, I don't miss anyone and then the end of the movie they're drunk together and Michael Sarah's character is going when you went away for your vacation I missed you I didn't know what to do and they're just having this really cathartic moment which is full circle from the beginning of the film all these things they couldn't say to each other uh, and like again as an 18 something, you know, 18 year old middle-class white kid having that like sleepover on my floor. Like this floor. was a, this was such a real moment for me coming out of high school and having to say goodbye to everyone I knew. And like, I was moving to New York for some reason. Oh. And like, mm-hmm. so it was like th- that moment, uh, definitely in the theater. I was like, my, I have dirt in my eyes or something. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm sweating out of my eyes. Um, yeah. I I do I will say that one of my favorite parts of the film is like I think roof. not a conventional one. It's the very 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 last shot. Um, it's yes. with Jonah Hill looking back, um, and seeing Michael Sarah's character up on the escalator. And you know, there's a nice you know shot selection of like he feels he still feels a little bit lower than Michael Sarah is because he's going to Dartmouth and he doesn't really respect himself. Hence but like escalator. he's on his own path and. 
again, an escalator, like what other poetic thing of like, you are moving through time yet you are at no control of it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, you know, he does end up getting what he wants of having a chance to have a romantic relationship with Jules. Um, but it's not without the cost of like growing up and quote unquote, walking away from your friends. Um, and I feel like that's such a very interesting shot to end off on, on a comedy, on a teen comedy like this, but, and that's where it ends up becoming a little bit more than what it's marketed in a way. But also you, I couldn't imagine marketing this film as like, the coming of age story for our generation. You know, like, no, that doesn't work no. out. <laughs> I'll admit, Tasty D Money, uh, Dustin, shout out. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely stolen that thing where, like, we've been somewhere with our, our significant others, like, right out of high school. <laughs> and, uh, you know, his girlfriend was like, oh, well, I want to go check this out. And my girlfriend was like, oh, what I want to see this. And we would just look at each other and go, you have my information? Yeah, okay, all right. And we do that. Like, <laughs> definitely lifted that from this film multiple times. I've done it with Mikey, too, I think. We're like, you have my information? Yeah, okay, well... Okay, well, I'll call you. Good, good seeing you. Aylin, favorite part? Um, I loved the the house party when Michael Sarah ends up in in this room and Singing. then With the these coke. people just He's bum eyes. rush in and like everyone's too and that just happens at like who's this guy? House he, he can't house leave because it's awkward or convention parties. Like I have been trapped in those rooms before, where like a horde of people will enter, and you're like, I don't know any of you, and now you are and then partying someone, in that? ways that I would like to leave. <laughs> and, yeah. and the fact that like it's, well, it's that worst nightmare ever moment, <laughs> where it's and like they start not putting coke only on the table, they, and you're like, they, not only did they spot you and are doing things that you would never want to be around. But they also singled you out as someone that they think has some special talent and they want you to perform in front of all of them. And I love that it's they a do were or die. It's so, a fight or flight. so intoxicated so that he felt confident to go full force, even though he knew he was not good. But they were so messed up. That he was like, they're they love this. Yeah, they think it, must, a great it started singer. out of desperation, and then he just ran with it. Yeah, like, These I just have seen a lot of love, but they're never gonna see another one. <laughs> it just gets faster the second time. Oh my god, that was god. just like ah, oh, crying. <laughs> I actually had to like, <laughs> I I took my headphones off and put them to the side because cringe is just really hard for me to experience. Oh my god! But I could just like watch it be like. <laughs> the last like, one he trails faster. off because of, like uh, the fight starts. He's like, these ass have seen a lot of love, but they never seen one like you. And it, yeah. just, it kills me every time. Just, just that and the green Sing beer. For us. The green beer was also amazing. Oh. Oh. Like seeing him empty out the detergent things. I'm like, he's not gonna rinse them. No, no, no he's, not he's a kid who's who's desperate, and I. I get that sometimes. I get that. No, and, and of <laughs> course that. he like passed out face on the floor, <laughs> drinking hard detergent. mode, just black. Because all of them were de- drink, drinking detergent, detergent beer. Yeah, like you can't. Don't do this. No one's, detergent. Don't eat the Tide Pods. Don't drink the detergent. Please. Yeah. No. Anyway. No. Those are some of mine. Uh, Josh. Uh, another one for me <laughs> just makes me laugh every time is on the soccer field, and <laughs> Michael Michael Sarah's character goes, "Fuck, calm down, Greg. It's soccer. Yeah, it, it's, it's soccer. soccer. <laughs> it's just why don't you go piss your pants again? That's like eight years ago. People don't forget <laughs> Dave Franco. Uh, He's right, dude. Down. One of my They're that's really Josh. That leads into one of my favorite lines yeah. that people don't forget is. <laughs> kills me every time. I just love the the, the it's like, like eight years ago. People don't forget. I, I, I do like the hijinks at high school because of like, like, and that was the thing I felt a lot happened in senior year of like, no one cared about rules anymore. Like you jump into other, someone's like, what are you going to do? Expel me? I'm already, I'm already, gra- I'm graduating. Like, and then someone's like, I'm gonna make sure you don't walk. It's like, okay, hold on. Senioritis. You know, like, full on. Yeah, but senior, but like, it was just like, you know, Seth running in on PE and being like, don't, like, I'm going to have to run laps again. Or like Fogel coming in during home ec class. And it's like, Fogel, Hey get out you know like i'm like yeah that was very hi (laughs) i for sure definitely did that and like i I, like i I really do feel like they captured a little like a good sense of like just the vibe of being in high school at a senior during your last week of like no one caring about anything and everyone's just kind of running their mouth and doing like 
parking in the staff parking lot and like yeah. going to go get a drink at like no, real, yeah. real quick. Teachers are supposed to park there. I fucking know that, Fogel. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one of my favorite parts when he's like, why would you just the, the it's the delivery of just like, why would you park in the staff parking lot? I mean, you're not staff. It's just it's so yeah. stupid, but it makes me laugh. <laughs> But that was a very common thing, at least in my high school. Of like, yeah, the, the moment students had cars, they they parked anywhere, and oh, like yeah. it got to the point where like they would literally stop having classes. They'd be like, "All right, nothing's happening in session because there would be an announcement of like, get this car out of this lot now." And then I was like, "Oh God, come on, guys, I think you're all cool, but also can I get a ride home?" <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I I do like uh the physical comedy of it. I do like. Jonah Hill getting hit by a car every other <laughs> second. Just being like, oh my God, it's so bad for this guy. Um, but also just like the guy that they he tries to get like booze from, like goes to the party, he gets his ass whooped and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, John Lotrillo, shout out. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy those kind of things because it's just like it is those like, oh my God. He even of- foreshadows the Dana pointed this out to me. I just never made the connection before. He was like, You look like this guy's brother. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah, his yeah. brother? And then later on, they're like, Yeah, that's that guy's brother. And mm-hmm. I just like never made that connection for some reason. That that's total foreshadowing to him getting stuck in that room and singing. But yeah, Beautiful. it's a, uh, yeah, it, it's a, uh, yeah, that, that party is pretty great. But also, Blood Brothers is always really funny to me. I think that's just hilarious because like it's Jonah Hill being like, Seth, Seth's character being like, I, I, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to, I'm going to roll with it. And then, you know, I'm dancing. It's cool. And these are older people and he's having a good time. And then he realized like, Oh no, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> made a terrible mistake. Oh, uh, anyone else? Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the moment that they answer the door at the party and Bill Hader goes, Oh no, it's the cops gets me <laughs> <laughs> like for real though. Okay. Oh, no, not, it's the cops for real though. Not going to lie. I've had a pl- plenty of like parties where cops have come, yeah. but like I've only been on one like commercial shoot where the production coordinator didn't actually like get the permit, permit and the cops came and it was like, Oh shit. Things are getting real. That's the first thing the cop said. And I was like, this is, that's terrifying. I don't care who you are in a comedy sense. When a cop says shit's getting real or, oh no, it's the cop's like, oh, oh no, it's a cop. You, you shit yourself. You shit yourself. I promise you every time. It's never like, hey, do you guys have this? Like, hey, you guys can't do this. It's like, but then he's gotta, it's like he's, when things like when they know that they're a bad presence. It's yeah. Like, oh, God, yeah. When they this. understand the weight that they have. But Ugh. then he's with a beard dancing in the living room afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seth Rogen goes, I assume you all have guns and crack. crack. <laughs> but also in the uh, the liquor store, I just, I love Fogel. He just makes yeah, me man. laugh. Old enough. McLovin. Old enough McLovin. to what? <laughs> to party? party? <laughs> I, just, to party? I love his delivery of almost every all of his lines. He's it's so not nervous. The, it's not the going I'm worried about. With <laughs> ladies, it's coming? the coming. <laughs> oh! <laughs> every time and then you find out at the end of the movie they're like yeah we knew you weren't 24 man but I, I, I think there is like a nice cute story there too of like we wanted to also remind ourselves that we could still party you know yeah. like it's like I should have cock blocked you I should have cock guided you you know like you should be guiding his cock not yeah it's like these old guys who are trying to hold in the childhood it's like also a little poetic of like Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg making yeah. this film of like we're also reconnecting with their childhood in a way where you know even though it's like decades later for people who are your age Corey, and you know it's like oh well like this is very representative of mine yeah like there was an interesting interview with bill Hader where he talks about that scene where they discover mclovin uh uh, you know in bed with this girl and he was like i was playing it for the comedy you know and i got pulled aside and they were like hey just do one where it's like this is your friend and they ditched you at some other party and you find them at another party with other friends and and so he played it sincerely, and that's the scene that that made it in, uh, where he's like legitimately mad at McLovin for for ditching him, and he's like, "That's like the best note I ever got," was just to not play that scene for comedy because it's already a ridiculous situation. And what I, we're saying is ridiculous, but to lean into the the hurt of it, and I was it, like, that was- "It is preceded by McLovin saying, I have a boner.'" I know, oh, dude. <laughs> I thought that, that I have a boner. I have a boner. And uh, like that's Dana, and I, Dana and I had to pause it because we were laughing. So I, I do delivery. like the the different experiences of like, okay, cool. We're at you know like the third act. We're at the point where these heroes are supposedly going to uh, achieve their goal. 
Um, and Michael Sarah is uh, too good to a fault, quote unquote, for the theme of the story so far. And Jonah Hill is just like down on his life. But then the guy who's been getting shit on the entire story, like everyone talking, she's like, shut the fuck up. Oh. You know, just yeah. like doing that shit. He's the one who's actually like successfully like building confidence, dancing with the girl, making friends, making friends. And then like having, like being, having experiences, like yeah, being quote unquote himself. Um, and then <laughs> like ends up going, you know, going to have sex with the girl yeah. and then it gets, you know, stopped. And there's another, a, a more character building moment. So, and then he gets that, Freeze yourself, you know, dude. the The moment from firing the first gun to the the kill shot, <laughs> like unloading the clip. May I just say that, like, when he gets out of the cop car, smokes a cigarette, and flicks it, flicks it. I, I was gonna light a fire. I thought that they were. He was just gonna. They were gonna die. Oh no! Because all that beard poured poured all over. But beer's like, not detergent flammable. Beer. Yeah, huh? that's fair. Detergent beer, but I don't detergent know. Detergent beer. Flammable. I don't know if it's flammable, but that was the first thing I thought. Is like they're yeah, like well, lying in a pool of detergent <laughs> beer. Does, is that flammable? <laughs> but but maybe last movie has been really crazy the, so far. I we know just, the way, the way uh, Evan runs away from the cops in that oh. scene. He just gets up and he's the fastest kid alive. <laughs> he's the fastest <laughs> kid alive. <laughs> I mean, the way Michael Sarah runs. Go watch that scene again, and the way it's he gets up and runs I, I love with the his shot. like arms straight. I love the wide angle shot where the, into the l- street light ends, and then he just goes in the darkness. I'm like, the I'm kids like, are freaks. Into me, He's I was just freak. like, Martin Scorsese, I'm like cinema. That's cinema, right? <laughs> <laughs> cinema. <laughs> like into the darkness, like oh, he's gone. Um, He's really gone. I, I, I'm going I, into I the. Do. Are you carrying me? <laughs> I just saved you from the cops. You saved my life, <laughs> uh, Josh. You had one. Uh, one. One last one for me would be the um, Seth going into the grocery store and oh, the yes. imaginings that he's having. And like, are you twenty one years old? Uh, yes, yes, you are. And it gives him an eighty dollar bill. Eighty dollar bill <laughs> or the old Just woman. Enjoy fucking fun. jewels. I will. <laughs> Just. With the, also security the, guard grabbing the gold slick and then fucking chucking dude, it to it's, granny. It's big trouble in Little China. He throws it, re-catches it, and throws it back at him and slits his <laughs> throat. Yeah. Like it's just so ridiculous that you're like, yeah, yeah. He I probably is imagining that. Michael Sarah's like, that's not he's not doing that. That's not yeah. happening. Because <laughs> he knows that he's gonna go through those processes and then walk yeah. right back out. I, I do enjoy this small nuance, and I think it's get definitely from the improv of uh, just, um, I guess, uh, like small physical acting that happens with like when Michael, Jonah Hill explains the whole dick thing and the drawings, and then like Michael says, like, man, that's gay. And then he like touches his hand, and then he's like, all right, I gotta go. Like, it's the small, like, touches his hand thing that that's I really enjoy. Like, humor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a because small Tom did stuff. that to me at work. Yeah, all the time. But it's mm-hmm. like those things of like this is friendship of like you 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 physically touch each other and you you tap you pat each other back and you kind of like you know hit each other or whatever and it's like yeah those are like the small touches of like two people it's not just two people heads talking you know and delivering yeah. lines so it's like it's it like when they're shotgunning to, the beer and he turtle taps I'm like yeah like those I things to, to me like and I you know I've said it I think multiple times on the show of like comedy doesn't really get me the same way I think it gets most people unless there's like a physical element because most of the time it's just like a, a floating head delivering a line that I feel like could you could have just read a book for that. Um, but like having the physicality to it, having a performance to it, like yeah. makes it more, makes it like part of the visual media. Like the home ec rant is yeah. wonderful. And every, every other, no offense, but everyone knows home ec is bullshit. No offense. I don't want to sit here and cook this fucking tiramisu. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I don't want to just fucking tiramisu. When am I going to have to cook a tiramisu? No offense. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. So good. Um, so good. I, I, I do want to point out, though, like, it is, like, as, a, as an older man, it is interesting, like, between the two main characters, I was very much, like, I feel like I wanted to be Evan, but that I very much acted like Seth in terms of the neurotic, everything matters right now, um and all I want to do there is there might have not sex. be tomorrow there might not be tomorrow and like I've I've had parties and my my biggest thing has always been like do we have enough booze and uh like don't invite dudes only invite girls because they're gonna invite dudes anyways and it's gonna be like a fuck ton of dudes and so like I remember being like that and I was like wow like it it to me almost set a way of like this is kind of 
like very indicative of how the next 14 years are going to be <laughs> for men. I was like, wow, yeah. very interesting. Very interesting. Um, and the favorite parts, we're going to go to the favorite characters. Favorite characters. No, I mean, just for me, I mean, last thing I'll say on this is that these characters, while I wasn't, it was never my goal to get a girl drunk and hook up with her because I didn't drink till I was 21. I didn't really, I went to parties to take care of people and play. Good boy. That was like my whole thing. The way they talked to each other, though, was very much so. I mean, 2007 in high school, that's that was those were the conversations I I had. Shit like that was was wildly accurate. So watching this was like definitely has some rose tinted glasses for me that I I tried my hardest to get off. But it was just it's it's very it's a time capsule of when mm-hmm. I was 18, and it's it's hard to it's hard to see past that because it's just very like I've I. <laughs> That the conversation about like lube and stuff like that was very real. Was very like, how does it? Do you do you? They're not supposed to see it. They are supposed to see. It. I don't know what's what's. What do we do? What's happening? How do I? React? Also, you should have a condom just in case. All yeah. times. At all you, times. You don't expect it, but just in case. Yeah. But like, I definitely had those moments where my friend would do something like that, and I was like, or vice versa, and be like, you didn't tell me about this. Yeah, you gotta talk no about plan. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not part of the plan. What fucking plan are you talking about? A I just general outline. You just could have told me that you were bringing that. Like that was very. I felt that in my bones, in my plums. Anyway, moving um, on to favorite characters. Favorite characters. Uh, one of the two, and then one that's a side character. Okay, I can do that. Evan and Jules. Okay, for sure. Uh, I think Evan has some of my favorite lines. I mean, like while I don't get me wrong, Evan obviously Evan and Seth play off each other brilliantly but evan had some of the best best little underrated like like totally michael sarah delivered delivered one-liners and stuff that just just (laughs) knocked it over the plate for me pants make me look weird Uh, those pants make a lot of things look weird (laughs) yeah and he's like i just wish i just wish you would take them off now uh (laughs) but but then and then jewel is just because i every scene she's in uh, emma stone is perfect in this she's uh i can't help but watch her in the scenes even though she's surrounded by the main character definitely affected me <laughs> those uh, are mine too evan Neil and josh uh mine's i'm i'll go next because mine is a copy paste uh pretty much the same reasons just anytime seb uh anytime evan is on any of his little one-liners and they're not said they're just like thrown out and you're just like and I appreciate that's because that he lot. had that Arrested Development mm-hmm. background. Man. Yeah, that's their humor. He, it's just well, yeah, man. he got yeah. to he got to play with like the the Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, he was ready for it. Yeah. Um, Kaylin, Evan and Jules as well. That's <laughs> I I feel like uh, yeah I'm I'm just not really as tied to anyone else. Um, same. <laughs> uh, I think as a as a younger man, I would have been like Seth all day. But as an adult, I'm just like Seth no. is a toxic piece of shit. Um, yeah. and, I would uh, say um, uh, honorable mention Fogel, just because he just makes me. I, I mean, yeah, and that's the tough thing with the the whole cop story is very much like this could have been a whole other movie. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, um, my my honorable mention then is Bill Hader. My honorable mention would have been uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> S- S- Michael Slater. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I think Jules. I mean, Emma Stone. Yeah, I think definitely like this, and then be- after that, Zombieland was like, oh, I I am now I have now experienced on live action movies like this type of romantic interest in a way, and now I'm glad that like she's not always romantic interest. She could always play. She could play other characters, but this definitely was like big for me as a as a young as a young lad um but also she like i really liked how i guess her character was kind of like i liked the to me the popular girl that you know was uh you know gazed upon but also like she's just like a good person like she doesn't drink she's hold a party and she's like oh yeah i want the alcohol for everyone else but i don't do it for myself and like not while you're drunk. Yeah, and it's like I would maybe even think about potentially, um, you know, dating you, but you know, maybe when you're, you know, sober-minded and all that stuff, it's like it's not out of the picture. So obviously, again, it's not like a whole like you're cool now. I'm cool. I've always been cool. So you come up to my level. It's like she's just a person, you know. Yeah. Um, there is something nice I think with Becca of like very sweet, but also like very like 
oh, she's always had a thing for him. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of interesting things as a, as a dude watching like that kind of yeah. coming to revelation. But Jules takes the case. Oh, the, the boob punch. Oh, I know. <laughs> Been there, son. Been there. Um, Uncomfortable. Now we'll go to our qualms, our two qualms per person. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go, go first. I go, yeah, go for it. I'll go first. Um, this, okay, so it's not, it's not really anything. It's more just like writing and characterization. It's just, it hasn't aged in a way where I think I would find it like that's why like i love dope so much yeah. more is because i feel like it's aged very well um it was super bad like i'm not gonna hate it because well, it's also like, a it, newer film exactly i'm not gonna hate it because super bad like that is the vernacular that is and like i this did movie say started dtf yeah i did say a lot of the shit that seth said as a kid and i grew up to be this person who is always still trying to become a better person um but like the, every wrong thing seth does there's evidence like Seth is just like, yeah, she looks like she could take a good dick and she's a good fucker, blah, blah. And Evan's like, could you not talk like that? Like yeah. Evan, Evan's you think there. That's a compliment. And, and it's, it's good. And I like that. Um, but it's also just kind of like, Jesus, Seth, my God, like it's kind of like full blown. And I don't know if that's within the script or within the improv. Um, but also that's, you know, also call, point a, of, call B. Yeah. It's a little point of the, the, the direction of like, you know, how far do we really want to go? Um, but I think there is a little bit of a sense of like, there should be um, that level of like, there is this toxic masculinity of fragile, like I need to prove myself. And then there's and Evan. There's consequence who's like, for it all too. Yeah, there's Evan who's like, hey, let's do that. Um, and then the second thing um, is more like it's, it, without that last thing I said about Jules and Becca, um, a lot of the jokes are made at women's expense. I don't think a lot of women get to take part in the jokes. Uh, yeah. which is not, I mean, like the thing is, it's a story about two horny guys, tr- three horny guys, um, where I think there has been experiences where, um, we get a little bit more of the quote unquote, I'm going to use this trope term, female conquest story of women who are like, all right, well, if you do this, like, then I'm going to make you feel bad for that. And they get a little bit at the very end but it's kind of like almost uh, inconsequential. It kind of buttons it up in a nice way where the characters get to be like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's a mash between like hitch of like be yourself and then your romantic interest will recognize that and respect it and possibly like it. And then there's a little bit of like, well, this should be your comeuppance of like, well, now you're going to buy me the cover up because you gave me a black eye um, kind of thing. Um, but it doesn't kind of go into more of the humility sense of it of like, Jonah Hill should definitely get more comeuppance of it. And what we get from it is just more of like, uh, here's Seth being like this kind of shitty, insecure boy, which is par for the course. It's it's high school and we get it. And there's emotions and all stuff. But I think there could have been a little bit of like, like hearing Becca being like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of Evan. And be like, yeah, I want to hear that. Like, instead of it's a little bit more coy and like, hee hee, giggle, giggle, giggle. Um, and then like, you know who I am as a, as a dude, I love hearing anybody getting sex and I think it should be more empowered. Um, so like, I'm not like mad at like, Oh, Tom doesn't want people. I'm like, no, I want to hear how women th- crave for that too, because I think there needs to be space for both. That's my sense. Uh, I'm just going to go next. Cause mine's very much related. Um, part of the aspects of this movie didn't age well for me. And it really is the the same kind of aspect of like, Jokes made at women's expense. Uh, expense. There, there is a little bit of a um taking advantage of situations that. But it, again, it, it's kind of a movie of its time. We've talked about other movies like this where yeah. it was like, well, it's we a come movie a long of way time. in fourteen years. <laughs> yeah, we've we've as as, as a as a yeah as a population in entertainment and all that kind of stuff. We've come a very long way. Um, a movie now like we have that, Booksmart. A movie like yep. this would not be able to be made today or and be like largely commercially successful as super bad was i don't think um so i mean yeah that's that i I can't really think of anything else but that's that was the one thing that i kind of hung up on Uh, i just didn't age well for me why why do you have a a cheeky grin 
Tom. Because I was really hoping you were to say like, I hate how many times they said pussy. <laughs> I was like, this is I got Josh put in my movie. place a few episodes ago, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, but, uh, but no, it, it was, it's interesting to hear it here and all that stuff. And it's like, you didn't. Yeah. Like it's in the, in the episode, I mean, in the, in the show, in the movie of like pussies, like talking a little pussy. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's how fucking people talk. And then like knowing where it is now and like how many comedians have now used the terms like, yeah, the most powerful thing in the world that creates all life. It's like, yeah, I am a pussy. <laughs> and so like, it's just funny as well as like how the lexicon has evolved with that. But I was like, yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, now, now that's the only way they have cheeky face. Caitlin and Corey? Cheeky. Caitlin? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on, uh, I, I won't make that a qualm since that's just kind of a given that of course I'm not thrilled about a lot of jokes being at women's expense. Um, I I was really annoyed with um there were so many things that were just like left unfinished like there was a lot of unfinished business it felt like for me like the the car thing is just like we've washed that away um that never oh, comes his, in his, his mom never comes back even though Seth like has a weird thing with her um uh the, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I have Dope to compare this to, which Dope wrapped everything up, had so many, like, tiny um, tiny things that were, like, referenced but then fixed or, or like, addressed later. And in this, it was just kind of like, this is here for this specific joke. Go away now. Like, so that kind of bothered me a little bit. he says the mom thing at the end again, too. Yeah. Anyway, your mom's hot. Yeah, which right. was, like, I'll throw this out there. I, I had the hot mom and in high school and it's not a thing that gets wrapped up it is a thing that just goes well away. it's something that gets used because it, people know it can yeah. go under your skin and so it's exactly. like well yeah. rather that like she was only brought out to be a pair of boobs and then she never came back mm. that's what i mean like she was only brought out to be a pair of boobs that he can later reference of being like those boobs are hot on your mom like that's that's all she was there for and then she got washed away the car was there so that they could wash away the car like, so it was just things like that, um, which is totally just like plot moving things. Um, or joke elements instead of story. Joke elements, yeah. Um, but that kind of bugged me. Um, I had a second one, but I'm blanking on it. Corey, you go ahead and I'll see if I remember it. <laughs> this is why I write things down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I the only qualm I had was the same. It's, you know. Uh, and it's not even really, it doesn't affect the score again. It's a movie f- of its time, 14 mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, and I think it's a movie for, for uh, I mean, written by specific people. I don't think it's up to Seth uh, Rogen and Evan Goldberg to tell a, a, a story about women in high school because it's not their experience. Yeah, Tom. And, and also it's like not, to me, I think there's a very big difference of like glorifying the behavior. Right. Um, where... I think this film does really good at the beginning to show that these are the losers. Yeah. Um, and it's not that the well, losers get their way, but like they are kind of like whatever they're, they're, they're losers who have nothing better to do. And again, it's that I feel like, again, it's the problematic tendency and conversation that they have. That's like, it is a part of the time, but also everyone grows. And yeah. I think that's where like, you don't hear Seth talking like that anymore. No. After and that's I mean that. to to your point at the uh at the end no no one gets no one gets uh Seth doesn't get punished for anything he does um which isn't I mean to be isn't much he said some things to his best friend and that's kind of where it ends but at at, at the same time he's also not rewarded until he comes into his own and matures and decides to you know oh well I could just be myself then and then the universe goes well then here you go uh here's here's your friendship finally coming to a place of comfort with your best friend, even though you're, you might be leaving each other and here's someone you could fall in love with. Um, so while it is, you know, the women aren't, aren't developed. I mean, I just have that note, women not developed. It's, it's tough because it's not that story. It's so I don't, I don't, you know, being from 2007 and not being that story, I don't knock it too much, but that would be my main qualm. Did that second one come up? (laughs) Yes, it did. Uh, the cops. Mm-hmm. Man, that just like no, I'm not about it. The the power stuff. I mean, that's the point. Is like they're bad cops. They're well, also like, that 
no way in the world this exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry? Like, shooting up streets, drinking on the job, all that shit, like, and they've never got in trouble for that? Check yourself. I grew up in a small town where that definitely happened. <laughs> I mean, I would... Like, 100% I, it's, it's unfortunate that happened. to say, like, I can't believe that would exist. But to it me... It does? Yeah. And it was, like, one of those things where I was like, ah, these guys, cool, great. Like... That's very real. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, that's that was like a oh too too real. Don't like like the, it was a played for comedy, but because it's like a real thing, it was and, very and, uncomfortable and there, for me personally. And, and, and this place takes place like in that area, right? Does like to me like I have California goggles, right? Because I've only lived in California. Well, no, it right. takes place in LA. Does it take place in LA? Yeah, you can see the street signs and stuff. Clark County is where it is, I think. Okay, the only reason I asked that is because Evan's character is like, you're the best looking thing on this side of Mississippi. And so I was like... I think that's just... And I was like, yeah. A I don't general know that, statement that... Yeah, I was like, are they not getting... in LA? Because it feels like they are trying to be LA, but not LA. And that's why I'm like, is this small town or is this big city? I thought it was small town, but I'm probably wrong. Well, like, and I, I recognize some streets. I'm like, that looks very LA, but like... Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I don't know. That's why for me, they like, show the Cali street like, names a lot. In California, so I, I can't so. imagine that. But if it's in other places in America, for sure. That's why I'm like, I, no. <laughs> like, she can't shoot in the middle of the night and then all of a sudden no one's going to come out. Yeah. Like, uh, someone comes out. Someone comes out all the time. In LA. Uh, in, LA. Yeah. in LA. Or at least yeah. in California. Because to me, I'm like, come on. It's Los, it's, it does take place in Los Angeles. It does take place in Los Angeles. I mean, I think they even show the bus routes on the bus that they take. So oh, maybe sure. that's what makes the cops feel more unrealistic because there's no way they could get away with that from the sheer number of people that are everywhere here. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, not, it's not sparsed out locations yeah. that they're in. You and can the, see the, it's house to house to house. The city doesn't feel right. small towny, you know? Because, um, like, I'm, frame of reference for, like, hearing a gunshot, like, in Indiana, everyone hunts. Like, kids hunt. So for you to hear a gunshot at any hour of the day, someone's probably shooting a bird yeah. or a deer or whatever. Judging by the cop's reaction, though, of of the other guy trying to get him to not do it because it'll cause a rust a rustle, I think that's the indicative that it's not somewhere like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Now we'll move on to the ratings. So ratings, first Tom. First, so you know what's interesting? I want to tell you a little story. Corey had a little story the last few times we've had ratings. And so again, Corey is the, is the is the absolute audience for this, and I think I was like one degree away just because I was a little younger. Um, and another raunchy teen comedy of age movie was like mine. Um, that being said, with this, I have not come back to this movie multiple times. I watched it once, I liked it, and I would watch it, you know, whenever a friend had it on. And then, but I never like go back. Like I got to go watch that again. Like. Um, and to me, it is what it is, and it's where it's from. Um, but I don't think my number has ever changed. Like, I think I'm like, yeah, that's about where I had it then. Like, it's funny, it's good, but it wasn't something I always referenced. Like, Corey could reference every line from that movie um, because it, it had that impact for me. Like, I know particular things. Um, so for me, the 3.5. Whoa. 3.5 for 3. me. 5. And I was, like, thinking, like, actually, as my older self comes out and like trying to see what the story is and X, Y, and Z. Like I thought it actually would have been lower, but I'm like, no, that's about the same way I felt about it. Like when I was, when I was younger, I was like, three point five. it's like really good, but it's not, it would, I wouldn't put it in the higher echelon, but it's still good. Joshua. Hmm. Uh, Joshua. Um, mine's a four. Solid good solid four. four. Solid four. Let me write that down. Solid four for Josh. Uh, Tom, what's my score? Corey's is a 4.4. 4. Oh, so close. 4.5. Oh, my God. 4.5. 4.5 for me. Uh, again, I understand that some of that is... It, I was just the... I was the audience for it. I was yeah. the I was the target audience. It just, like, checks You were, like, the, the golden audience. Like, yeah. the time frame, yeah. the, the age, like where you were in high school, like that kind of thing. Like, yes, <laughs> it just hit at the right time, you know? So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> if we, if we do my, I guess, sweet darling of a teen yes. comedy, which 
by far, by, by, by many, we writing point is not as good as Superbad is, but it ends in a way that I like it more. <laughs> I gave Dope a 4-9. Okay. But so this is four five. I gave double five, I think. So. I think uh, yeah, I, I can tell five. you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Everyone did. I gave it a four nine. <laughs> so what is what is key? I had super bad hold me back on the dope episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just that point one percent. Caitlin. Uh mine is a four. Oh my goodness. What did I say? I told Ooh, you I had some hot rod vibes. There was some cringe, but they like for what this is for the time that it came out, they did handle a lot of things well. No, it didn't age well. And yes, it is definitely from a teenage boy perspective, but it is a teenage boy perspective and they don't necessarily have the like viewpoint of the females at that pointed time. But also I feel like, like oftentimes Seth is put in his other, place. Yeah. Like there, there are yeah. oftentimes yeah. where it's like he gets his comeuppance, so to speak. And not like, the full, but yeah. it, at least there's like some kind of, and it, Something that was starting to hang me up was like, why on earth would Jules try and be with Evan? Why on earth, or uh, Jules try and be with Seth? Why, like, why, what are these motivations? But then at the same time, like, I I know that I was like always after the kind of asshole guy in in high school. So I was like, yeah, we make dumb decisions. Eyes rolling in the back of my head. Yeah, well, out, it happens. Um, well, that's why Jules went after <laughs> Seth the next day and was fine with talking to him. Is like, you don't realize because you're you're so set in your bubble that like you wouldn't want to deal with that like long term. No. Um. No. Yeah. I'm not gonna say. I was like, the thing that would have made this a little higher for me is completely outside of what the story is gonna say, and that's why like it's not like a. Yeah, so, like I'm not gonna put it against it, but like my overall enjoyment of the of the film is still very much like in that range, and like I'm surprised. I'm like, yeah, I like I remember watching it. I'm like, I think it's gonna be about this because I remember that's how I felt about it. And you know, there's other comedy teenage stories I grew up on. Like I've watched multiple, multiple times, but again, Corey was like, they were like algorithm put it into, it and they yeah. popped out like Corey Powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like for me, I, I was like, it. soon, soon, I get it. Yeah. And 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 when if we ever do the one that I like I'm like this, this was mine. I gar- I I I would imagine I hope everyone's scores are a lot lower than this because it's it's just it's just weird. It's just weird. It's fine. May I just say after after all this and yes Thomas the Grump. Um <laughs> yeah, I was about to get I I'll take care of that in a minute. Go for it. Um but I there was a part of me that wished the Blood Brothers situation had happened a little differently. Because like they like him throwing up at the like heart like retching at the side of the blood. I feel like yes and no, but also imagine you're at a party where you know no one and you have blood on your clothes from someone else. Well, right, or you but I'm saying on your his, clothes from his, someone else. I guess. I'm, but I'm saying like his reaction to it could have been, uh, like gone a different way. Um, because I've also had conversations with people in high school where they're like. Nah, women are like warriors that bleed every month. It's so fucking metal. Like, I just wish sure. that they could. He's not have... one of those guys. <laughs> I know. Well, everyone See, for me as it someone who who even when my own hair gets in my food, I gag. Right, well, that would be me if I got someone else's blood, male or female, on my clothes, on my leg at a party where I knew no one. That would be my reaction. I, that would I, be my reaction to get I, bodily fluids on me from someone else. I'm even not the loogie g- that the guy spits. I would. Ugh. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to speak it from someone I feel like I used to be like Seth, and so for me it's like the the concept and the idea of conquest and power of my penis and X Y and Z mm-hmm. is like cool and it's more of an ego thing and then actual human bodily function of the idea of it all like is is more like National Geographic and so the idea of that where like a woman you know, and there's, there's period blood on your leg. It's not the fact like, Oh, well, she's a grown woman and she's hit puberty. And this is just that time of month, but also maybe wear underwear, you know, I don't know, but it's like just that concept of like, Oh, I'm too close to a thing that I didn't want, you know, right. like why is sex? Okay. But then childbirth is like, you know, a horror movie, you know, like they're both kind of beautiful in their own way. Yeah. Right. But if you're yeah, a 17 year old boy, no, yeah, I I totally get it. I've worked with people who were like, "Oh my god, don't even talk about tampons. I will throw up." Well, see, like, I'm not. I I grew up with women, and I could talk about that stuff. But getting someone else's blood on me is a different at a party I don't know. Yeah, if it was a friend 
or someone I knew, great. I don't know this person. I'm 17 years old and I have blood on my leg. No, yeah, I get it. Th- this is just a literally like a personal preference of wishing they had done something different with it other than blah. But sure. I also understand that that's more common of a response. LA people and, and, and your, your people. <laughs> Tom is a grump though at 3.5. So who, who voted so for me? Dana P. Shout out. But That's it. That's the only name. Let me double knows. check, but I'm like uh, 99.999% sure. Yep, that's the only vote. Dana P. Amazing. Surprise! Congratulations. You're the gas fed gator grumper, ga- gassy gold gator, slick. Grump, gold nice, slick Dana. Gator grumper. Nice. Which later on, also, I will say, I definitely looked for gold slogger afterwards and I was like, I got to go try this. Gold slick? <laughs> yeah, it's not gold slick vodka. I had gold slogger schnapps, I think, mm. but it has the gold flakes. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. who cares? This is dumb. <laughs> yeah. I think they even reference. She even says it's dumb. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I know. No, she says it's really girly. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, he's like, it's, it's classy. Nice. That's super bad. That's it. We did Sing it. Sing us out, everybody at home. Tell us what you thought of Super Bad. Slip and slide into our DMs. Uh, come on to the uh, the Discord that I talked about earlier. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There is a movie channel in there. Let's continue the conversation over there. Um, do consider what joining teenage them. romance do you like? Mm. Uh, the notebook do consider joining that nerd on nation it does allow us to grow be the best that we can be uh it's how we've been able to upgrade our our equipment all that kind of stuff our content it's because of the nation support i love it thank you so much uh if you are new to nerd on check out our website nerdon.tv. it has all of the information on everything that we do all of our podcasts are everywhere spotify apple podcast youtube because all of the episodes are video so check it out. You can see all of our shenanigans over there. Uh, stop by, rate and review, share us with your friends, your family, all of that good stuff. Do you guys know what it's like to get a review from you guys? Oh, it's, man, I'm really interested in what you're going to think of for this. It's like, it's like, it's like green beer. <laughs> it's like if you were doing something illegal and instead of arresting you, the cops took you out to party for an entire night, taking you to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> For like an entire day. Like, that's how cool it is to get a review from you guys. And you know what? We actually, we got a review. Oh, God. I'm going to shout you out. So, yeah, uh, why you want to know, 1985, thank you so much uh, for your, your review. Uh, everyone on the podcast is cool except for Tom. He's like the annoying little brother you have to have around because mom said so. Thank you so much. We know. I feel like I just partied with cops for <laughs> a day. Can confirm. Thank you. Appreciate it. Fine, mom. We'll take Tom. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I'm the one that probably goes hangs out with the cops the book and on actually one. has sex. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, bring us out, Josh. Okay. Get us out of here. Get us the hell right out. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Broadcast.